0: You're listening to The Heart and Hustle Podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the show. Today's episode topic idea came from a request from one of our listeners, Sarah Yates. Hey, girl. If you want to be able to give your thoughts and ideas for future show topics, guests, and more, make sure you're in our Heart and Hustle Facebook group. The link is in our show notes. Also, while I have you here, if you have been a listener of this podcast for more than an episode or two, And you're loving the free information, guest insight, and more that you're getting twice a week here, we would love for you to take two minutes out of your day today, pause the episode, and leave us a five star review. Reviews are huge for us in growing this podcast and helping get this education and information in front of even more entrepreneurs. Plus, it helps us host more incredible guests for you to learn from. So, if you haven't already, we'd love to have you take a few minutes to write a little review for us. Okay. That is all for that. Now on to today's show topic, a rough idea of our daily routines in a typical work week. Now, as you know, I am a nerd on routines, time management, productivity, and all of that jazz. So this topic gets me so excited to talk about today, but I also want to preface that every single person is in a different season of life, has different capacities, demands on their times, priorities, et cetera. So this episode is Lindsay and I sharing an average day in our life, but it is by no means the pinnacle of perfection for the world at large. So just keep that in mind while listening. All right, now let's dive into these routines.
1: Calling all business owners out there. Are you constantly getting ghosted by potential clients? Uh, Okay, jokes aside, right? No matter what you do, you're always just hearing crickets after you send your initial email. Well, friend, we've got you. We know what it's like. And in fact, Pretty much all
0: business owners and creative entrepreneurs experience ghosting to some extent or other. While you can't make your potential client email you back, there are definitely some solid strategies to fix this issue and get booked more.
1: So we're here to help you problem solve that issue. That's why we wanted to share our top eight pieces of advice to hooking your potential clients right from the get-go and leaving them screaming, yes, let's do this. If you are ready to get that kind of reaction from your
0: clients, just download our free guide, How to Keep Potential Clients from Ghosting You, at theheartuniversity.com forward slash ghosting to hook them right from the get-go. You're listening to The Heart and Hustle Podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, Two photographers, turned entrepreneurs, and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step out to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest, then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay.
1: Welcome to the show. We have got this request, I feel like, so many times uh, over the years. And we <laughs> decided to do it. <laughs> daily routines. And I will say, so we're just going to go through, and Evie's going to share, like, an average day in her life. Um, and we're doing a work day. We're not obviously doing, like, a Saturday or Sunday, because no one cares about that daily. <laughs> 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 Most people ask for our daily routine. They typically mean, what does your work day look like? Or more, more so. Um, and so, yeah, this is just an average day in both of our lives. I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah. 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 Or at least,
0: at least an average day and what we are consistently trying to reach. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, because I feel like (laughs) as an entrepreneur, every single day can potentially look different. And then especially when you add in like life and motherhood on top of that, especially for me, like it's just, it's not, this is not like a copy and paste every single day looks like this, but it's roughly kind of what it looks like. Yes. I love it. Okay. You want to well, go first?
0: Work? I got this. We're just going to dive straight on it. So uh, 5.30, wake up. 5.45, breakfast, which this this switched recently because I used to eat breakfast after I went to the gym and I am now trying to eat before I go work out so that my body has fuel that it's actually running off of. Anyways, so I'm not spiking my cortisol because, you know, got to balance those hormones. Okay. But I
1: don't I don't even understand how you would have worked out before you ate. Because I would wake up at 5.30 and just go straight to the gym. Absolutely not. Okay. Well,
0: I didn't used to be I able just, to eat before because I would like throw up, uh, but I've learned. Okay, okay, okay. So a lot of people don't do, they don't eat before they work out because they can't handle it. But I've learned that wow. you actually can do it. Anyway, I, I can do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I, I eat breakfast at 545. So like I basically wake up and go straight to make breakfast. Well, and I then have I have a
1: question. Do you actually wake up every single day at 545 or no. 530?
0: No, of course not.
1: Oh, that's literally what we said. This is just the goal. Okay. Yes. And and,
0: and this is like when I am, when I am, this is what I'm working, like always working towards. And okay. Okay. That makes sense. When I'm like, in a good rhythm when I'm not traveling or like sick or whatever, like, yes, this is this is okay, a normal. Perfect, perfect. I just <laughs> needed that clarification. You said every day. <laughs> oh, I said no, that's what we just clarified. No. Okay. Anyways, we I go to the gym around or do a workout at home or whatever around 6 a.m. at 7 15, showering, getting dressed for the day. 7 45 is time with the Lord. Uh, 8 30 is like either devotions with Landon or if, you know, he's busy or whatever, like a slow walk on the beach, maybe with him, maybe without sitting. What time does he wake up? Oh, same, 5.30.
1: Okay, okay. So is he like doing kind of what you're doing simultaneously, but on his own schedule?
0: Yes, he goes and and does his own workout and I do my own workout.
1: Guys, I'm asking the questions that you're thinking. I I got you.
0: (laughs) And then uh, I start work around like 9 a.m. So 9 a.m. is almost always like I am starting work at that time. Uh-huh. Um, and typically, I dive straight into deep works for about 90 minutes. So an hour and a half of just like, I don't touch anything. I don't touch email inbox. I don't touch Slack. I'm going straight into a project that needs to be done. And then... Well, can you, at, you give us an example of that? Yeah. Uh, batching blog posts or like working on website copy or like whatever... a big to do is on my, my daily tasks, batching reels, like anything that requires focus and undivided attention. I try to get to first in my day when I'm the most focused. And before I like hear all the noise of my inbox or anything like that. Cool. Okay. Then I dive into actually like the shallow work. So checking my emails, um, going onto Instagram, answering DMS, posting stories, checking my Slack for my team, anything like that. So that's 10 30, to like 12. So an hour and a half of like shallow work after the deep work. And then I go into lunch around noon. Um, 1 p.m. diving back into deep work. Same thing. Podcasting, blog posts, editing sessions, whatever. 2.30 is again, Slack and emails. So shallow work. Um, And then 3 p.m. So kind of like the rest of my... So I have two deep work like runs throughout the day on average And then 3 p.m. to like 4.30 is shallow work again. So smaller tasks that need to be done, um, like littler things. Oh, hey, I need to just call this one session. It takes me like 30 minutes to call through it or whatever that takes. And then I'm usually done with work around 4.30, sometimes five. It just depends. Sometimes earlier if I'm like knock everything out and I'm like, you know, it's 3 p.m. I'm tired. I'm done. We're good. Uh And then 5 p.m. is like, it depends. Once, once work is done, I start dinner, work on a DIY project, head out to like hang out with Landon and friends, go surfing. But do you cook or does Landon cook or do you both do it? Uh, it, it depends. I, I cook mostly, but I will say Landon is a very good cook. He's just, he has been working outside the home. So I tend to do more of like the, the meal prepping sense. and like cooking and whatnot. But recently that man has learned how to cook a steak from the God's Like Uh I have never, ever had a steak as good as what Landon cooks. And he, we've been cooking so many steaks lately. And so literally last night I was like, "Mm, dinner sounds good. I'm hungry. I want a steak. So I just sat on the couch and he made me a steak and I was like, yes, this is (laughs)
1: life. Love that.
0: (laughs) So yes, I, but I would say on average, I do most of the cooking anyways, 630 dinner, 730 read, hang out with Landon something. And then by 9.00 PM were lights out in bed asleep.
1: Okay. That's, that's fabulous. Average day. How do you quit? This is a selfish question because I'm just curious. Uh, well, It's because Andrew quite literally does all of our cooking. And so when you don't do it, you lose the practice. So I'm literally like a five-year-old in the kitchen. <laughs> like, uh, so I'm just fascinated by this. What, how do you do a full workday mentally uh-huh. and, then, and then go and like work some more? Or do you not view cooking as working?
0: I don't view cooking as working. Um, it's kind of therapeutic for me, but oh. but I do I a lot.
1: Of, chop off my hand! No, I'm, like, I'm I kidding. do that's, a lot of meal crazy.
0: prepping. Okay, so I do a lot. Like I I batch grocery shop, I batch meal plan, and then I meal prep. So like I'll make a big batch of chicken fajitas or something like that. On typically it's either Monday evenings or like. Tuesdays. Sometimes I do it on Sundays if I know the week's about to be crazy. And then it's just a matter of either like combining and heating up ingredients, like throwing the casserole in the oven or like, so I try to keep it as simple as possible and like do a lot of meal planning and meal prepping.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense. I think I just, because I've lost the practice, I literally like, it's such a chore, but also Andrew's genuinely like so good at it and he makes divine meals. And so I, it's just like, I'm like, well, but then I always feel bad that like, I literally never cook. Well, I like, think you when have I to have cook. to, when I have to, it's literally Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Like I can't, <laughs> like, I literally don't have the, pr- it's so well, bad. I think the thing is, I think it's a
0: mindset shift around cooking. This is a whole, we're getting off topic, but I think if there's a mindset shift around cooking, at least I've found that I view it as like a gift to be able to like, like maybe it's also, because I always dreamed of like being a homemaker and a wife. and I like, did not ever dream about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, Like I view it as such a gift to be able to sit there and like provide meals for my family to be able to be like thrifty and think of how can I make really yummy meals that are easy, that are like take little time. And then I always like, I light candles. I pour a glass of wine and I put on like some soothing music. Like I make it fun. It's it's therapeutic. Like I make it therapeutic. This
1: is so funny. I'm literally like, I just worked all freaking day to provide for this family. Y'all can... (laughs) Make your own meal. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I think it's fun. I feel like it it's, I don't know. I enjoy it. I like throw on a cute apron. Like I have fun. Okay, no, that's good. I think I'm just out of practice, but also it's just not my jam. And I think that's okay. Yeah, that's All right. okay. All, All right, right, your turn. Okay. This is gonna be funny. Okay, so the big difference, if anyone doesn't know if this is your first time ever listening to us, um, hi, welcome. I'm like seven years older than I not seven, like six. It's actually still aggressively more than you think. Um, <laughs> and I have I don't even know how many children I have two children. So it's just third keep it on the mind. way. Yeah, a third on the way. So I'm pregnant. Um, there's a lot going on. So so when I'm like Evie wakes up at 5 13, works out. That's cute. Okay. I wake up at seven and I don't set an alarm. That's just when my body wakes up. Um, I don't work out. Uh <laughs> I'm just like, which I would love to in the future, but right now I'm just not. Okay. Can I give you a little, like, like
0: no one needs to wake up at a certain time in order to like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Be than I, else? I,
1: I go to bed later than you. So yeah. it's, it equals out. Yeah. However, can I, can I, can I give you a little, little tough love? Oh yeah. By all means. I know I okay. need to wake up earlier.
0: No, 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 no. It's not that you need to wake up early. I don't, I don't, in no way do I think like, oh, you're a better person or you're more successful if you wake up at five, thir- like at all, by no okay. means. However, don't y- use your kids as an excuse that you don't wake up earlier.
1: I think well, you just I wasn't don't using enjoy it. as an excuse.
0: Oh, well I thought. Did we- I say that? Well, kind of. You kind of hinted at it. You were like, hey, I have two kids and I'm pregnant.
1: I just meant meant that in general, the day, like keep that in mind as I go. I didn't mean the wake up time. Oh, I
0: think to me, it sounded like you were Uh like, so this is the reason I don't get up earlier. And I was like, hey, you still can.
1: (laughs) No, absolutely. Well, and I almost think you, I I know a lot of moms that do wake up earlier because they have kids. Yeah. I'm just pregnant and in my lazy season. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) All right. To be fair, this is seasonal and this is, we're recording this in early December, 2022. So this is what you're getting. Um, But like, there's been obviously different seasons where like, we'll wake, like this whole last summer, me and Andrew woke up at literally like six to pray together and like start our day. And if we were doing this then, that's what I would have said, but we're not doing that. (laughs) We also just moved across the freaking country. So like, give us some grace. All right. Anyways, 7am wake up uh 7 30 i do my bible in quiet time with jesus and that's usually while andrew is cooking breakfast because like i mentioned he is the chef boyardee in the family and is amazing and so then we'll have a sit-down family breakfast around eight um we strive to have a sit-down breakfast for like the whole family for breakfast and dinner um and so obviously i know like our, our kids are also little or they're not in school yet so like that plays a part into into that I want you to
0: imagine this for a second. Working with your team on a project and you're just trying to do everything over email. Things seem to work well enough at the beginning, but once you start adding more than a couple of people or sharing more than a couple of files,
1: the entire project becomes absolute chaos. Legit, managing projects is honestly tough enough, but it's a struggle to juggle people, work, and expectations under pressure. But the problem is like many project management platforms make it even harder by overcomplicating things, leading teams to abandon tools when the promise fades and frustration sets in. That's when teams turn to Basecamp. Okay. Famously straightforward and effective, teams stick
0: with it and projects thrive on it. Basecamp makes it possible to collaborate on projects without having to waste time. Teams that use Basecamp send less emails and have fewer meetings. If you are struggling with projects and team communication, sign up for Basecamp. Their pricing is simple
1: and they give you all of their features in a single plan. No upsells and no upgrades. Go to Basecamp.com forward slash heart and try Basecamp for free. No credit card required and cancel any time. Thank you, Basecamp, for sponsoring this episode.
0: If you are loving what you're hearing on today's episode, then we wanted to share something else you might love, The Heart Shop. It's our digital resource online shop for creative entrepreneurs. The Heart Shop is your one-stop shop for all of our online courses, luxury website templates, PDF guides, social media graphic templates, and illustrations.
1: If you've been at your wit's end with your website design and you don't know where the heck to create a high quality pricing or welcome guide to give your clients an incredible branded first impression, ooh, we got you. <laughs> we created The Heart Shop to serve you with the best tools and resources you need to successfully run your business. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and start browsing the goods. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and we'll see you there. So then breakfast, usually that's done around 8:30. So around 8:30 I'll usually like help Andrew clean up breakfast at, or, we'll, or we'll like, you know, do like just like housekeeping kind of stuff if we if we need to um or kind of get the girls dressed, things like that. Um and then that's also the time that we will kind of like family plan. So we we family plan for the week on Sundays. Um and But but then every morning we kind of make like a daily checklist or a daily to-do checklist between us two. And this I think we mainly do because Andrew doesn't have like a job outside of the house and then I work from home. So his work is pretty much just like house maintenance and like investments or mail and bills and watching the kids. So like there's definitely things that he is doing actually all day. Um and then also I'm doing things all day and so like to kind of keep on the same page, we just like do that like that moment after breakfast is kind of where we sit down and actually just write out our checklist so we're both on the same page of what both is doing and and kind of like keeping each other accountable in that way.
0: Yeah, wait, question. Um, what time does Andrew wake up?
1: Uh he okay, so he wakes up usually before it depends. But usually he wakes up, I think, at six and goes swimming. So he does good stuff. Okay. When does he do his his Jesus time? This is just, I just, I'm curious. He usually does it, it. He usually does it before I wake up, like okay. before seven. Okay. Cool. Or, or he'll do it like around that time. He'll do it usually before he starts cooking. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, thank you for the clarification. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? So then I start work around nine, roughly. Um, and again, this is like the average day. Normally it's around nine, but sometimes. Uh, like life and and kid wrangling well to in like I won't start until 10 it just completely depends on the day but normally it's nine. Um, and I'm opposite of Evie I actually prefer to dive into emails and slack messages before um, I start deep work because otherwise they're like nagging little things like little buzzing like ears around <laughs> like buzzing little like gnats around my head that I need to like clear out to focus um, So usually I'll like do slack stuff from like nine to ten ish. Um, or not just Slack stuff, like emails, like kind of like the little like nitty gritty, not even nitty gritty. What's that called? Shallow work. Yeah. Um, tasks. And then around 10 or 10 30, I'll start deep work. And that's very similar to Evie's of like a, a big task, like a podcast episode, or batching reels, or you know, approving like intense copy where I'm like sitting down and focusing or creating copy or something like that um for a while. And then I usually do lunch around 12:30 or one, uh, depending like on it's not really consistent every single day. It's just like sometime around then. Um, and then around one 30, I will start with uh shallow work again. So just like diving into like any, any like emails or Slack messages that I, that I, my team is waiting on me for. And then after that, I will dive back into like a deep work project. So I feel like our actual workflow is like very kind of similar. It's just like flipped. Yeah. So then, yeah, like from two to four is usually like deep work, intense time. Um, where I'm like, chugging away at a project and then to end the day i will end with that like shallow work again which is like you know checking social answering dms answering slack messages you know doing like those small little tasks or or if it's something sometimes the shallow work isn't even like my work related maybe it's like working on something with andrew or or technically i'll stop work early and then like work on something with andrew Mm -hmm. um if that makes sense and so then uh whenever I end work, usually around like four or five, I will then hang out with the girls because Andrew's been with them mostly all day. And so then I will like kind of hang out while then he cooks dinner. And then we'll have a sit down family meal again around usually around like five 30 or six. It's probably more late, more, more so around six. Um, and then we'll do like, just like a fun little like family hang. And then we'll put them to bed around seven um, and then once the girls are in bed, we like chill, we hang out, we read, rarely watch TV. feel like mostly it's like reading and chilling together. And then bedtime is usually around like 1030. I love so it. That's it. Solid. Well, I think, I don't know if
0: I feel like if anyone notices like the, the differences of even our two routines where we have very similar like workloads, very similar um, personalities in some ways, like there's still variety within what works best for us. So yeah. if, if that tells you anything, like let it be that every single person is unique and operates and functions differently. Like you do not have to copy somebody else's routines and make them work for you. Your routines should be working for you, not you working with it, with the routines, if that makes sense. Like they're there to help you find what works best for your mental function, for your emotional and physical function. Um, so don't be afraid to like experiment, test things out and like what, find what works really well for you and your lifestyle and your season. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and things will change too. That's the other thing I want to say. Like when Lane and I first got married, like there was a season where we were like, "Oh heck no, we are not getting out of this bed at five thirty in the morning." Like we are cuddling in the morning, like sleeping in, like. Yeah. And there was there was a season where I was totally not getting up at five thirty anymore. And then n- after a while, both of us were like, "All right, time to get back to routines. Ready to go." So just give yourself grace for that too. Recognize that like yeah. your worth is not based on how rigid you are during the day or how early you get up or, you know, anything like that. So just mm, an encouragement. so good.
1: Well, and I, I kind of hinted this before we even dived into our routines, but this obviously isn't absolutely every single day, like rigid, what it looks like. And especially as entrepreneurs, we roll with the punches. Our, our wet... Our, daily workdays are not like a nine to five job. So it's like every single day, genuinely, I'm doing something different. Like on Monday, I have my team meeting and my meeting with my executive assistant. And then we have like a, a 4 p.m. live, which we call a Monday live. Like, so like that's kind of every Monday, but then like no other day of the week looks like that. And so we usually take all of our coaching calls and client consult calls and, and meetings just with like other people like on Thursday. So like, again, every day is different. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes like if we sometimes like I'll just not work on a day. Like that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. If you don't have anything going that day and you just want to play hooky and go to the beach um, and your schedule allows it, then like that's that's like the beauty of entrepreneurship, I think. And I mean, sometimes for me, like I'll watch the girls in the morning so that Andrew can do deep work. And so like then, you know, like that schedule that I just gave you is like completely not the same at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just really flexible. And it, it's not like, obviously, like we said, this is like an average day, but mm-hmm. not every single day.
0: Yeah. Something else I want to point out is, you know, figure out, like you'll notice even within like our schedules, like we pointed out, Lindsay and I have a a reverse approach to our deep work versus our shallow work. Like Lindsay can't focus if she has all of the little things like hanging around her head. Whereas if I look at all of those little things, they then hang around my, like, it's like I get stressed, like my stress levels spike when I look at my emails or my Slack first thing in the morning. Whereas when I leave it and know like, hey, my team will get an answer in like an hour and a half, like I'm able to really focus in on something else. So our approaches to that are totally different. So figure out what works best for you. Like, do you do better getting the meat and potatoes done first like me? Or do you do better knocking out all the little things so that then you feel like you can focus on the meat and potatoes? Like everyone's approach is different. So that's something else like, figure out how that specifically works well for you within your workload and like embrace that. Embrace your
1: strength in that area and just work with it. Amen. The last thing I'll mention, and I I kind of said this earlier, but I, I highly recommend planning your work week and even your personal life week either on like Sunday or Monday like Monday morning. Um, I, I love to do it Sunday just cause then like I d- it doesn't take up my Monday morning. Um, and even if you're single, I would do this for yourself just because I think going into a week and knowing kind of like what the landscape of the week looks like, I think is so helpful. Oh, but yeah. then especially if you're married or if you have kids, then uh, like, I think doing it w- together with your spouse or your partner, like having a game plan heading into the week is life-changing just yeah. for your sanity and productivity versus just waking up every day, opening up your computer with no game plan and being like, well, what do we have here? Which like I (laughs) did for so freaking long as an entrepreneur when I first started. Um, It's just, it's not helpful. And then side note with this, a product that me and Andrew really love is the family team's family planning calendar, which we'll link in the show notes uh, for weekly planning for your family life. It's basically just like a, literally like a family calendar. And it has like your word of the week, obviously things to write in your appointments and just things to do every single day. Your your priorities and to-dos as a family. It has like a section for your menu if you want a menu plan or anything like that. So it just is really helpful resource if anyone doesn't know about that.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I, I just tagging in from like the single set, obviously married now, but like I planned out my weeks every week for years when I was single. And it is the most empowering thing because you're, you're, being very strategic with your time, you're making the most of your time and you're approaching, okay, what is, what's going on this week? Do I have, oh, I have some sessions. Oh, I have a wedding. Oh, I have, you know, this client work. Oh, I'm, I'm hanging out with a friend all day on Friday. So I really only have a four day work week. Okay. This big project is due, you know, having that like big picture approach and understanding what you're doing when, before you even head into your week is an absolute game changer. I mean, I if you don't do that with your week, I cannot recommend that enough. I promise your productivity will skyrocket and your stress levels will plummet.
1: So amen. Can't recommend amen to that. <laughs> well, that's what we have. I hope this was helpful and just maybe not even helpful, just like insightful and in seeing what our daily routines look like. Um, and just permission to know that like, Hey, your routine doesn't have to look like anybody else's. And it's also customizable in the sense, like you can do you know, whatever works for you and your family best. Yeah. Um, so if you love this episode, share it, screenshot it on your stories, tag us, tell us in the Heart and Soul Facebook group, which the link is in the show notes. Um. If you like episodes like this that are a little bit more like meaty and tangible, but also like not super business related, I guess it kind of was business related a little bit because it... Yeah. You do talk about business.
0: Yeah. yeah. I guess like it's a mixture of like lifestyle and business. I guess it's how lifestyle affects us as business owners, maybe. Yes, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Regardless, we just hope you love this. And if you did, share it and let us know if you want more episodes like this.
0: Yes. All right, friend, we will see you on the next episode and go crush it this week. Awesome.